probably think the morgies don't have morgulons either. They're just nuts. You pretend to believe in morgulons to profit off of morgies. Uh, get a rope. Just kidding. Just kidding. There's way too many people calling for assassinations these days, especially uh, middle-aged white ladies in Georgia. I'm not like her. I swear. 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 Thanks for listening and stay tuned. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This morning on my way to work, I realized that prior to me going to the doctor to get my eyes examined and finding out that I have some kind of weird sandpaper coating all over my eyeballs and that my vision has precipitously declined, I'd been talking all about having your eyeballs gouged out and blind profits. And it's just interesting to me because I've had this recurring sort of dream recently about heights. The first dream I was at the top of a wicker tower. And then the dream I had last night, I was at the top of a ladder. I think these dreams are about facing fears. Probably a good rule of thumb is that if you want to multiply your troubles, Avoid what's troubling you. Things don't disappear when you look away. Hell no. They set up shop, throw a fiesta. I'm really trying to face my fears. And it's interesting because in order to face my fears, I think what I need to do is not face my face. Take the mirror, mirror off the wall, y'all. Who's got the most Morgulons of them all? Obviously me. This is more Morgulons. And I've got more Morgulons than anyone on the globe or in space. But on a lighter note, I have to say that the tip of the day is once again, I'm going to throw back to season one early on, y'all. My skin's looking a little bit better, and I attribute it to two things. First rule of Morgulons don't acknowledge the existence of your Morgulons. Ignore these little bitches. I forgot about that. Going back to season one wisdom today. Debugged episode 
Yeah, this is kind of a rerun. Sorry about that. I'm tired as fuck. But I'm here for y'all. And y'all are here for me. Thank you. I am building a community. Won't you be my neighbor? Let's get paid for our labor. Tired of working for these morgulons. So give them the little fuckers the cold shoulder. Actually, they like it cold. Give them the hot shoulder. Number two thing I attribute it to. Salt. Potassium salts of fatty acids. I would never recommend that you use a garden spray on your skin. The three-in-one safer brand. I would never recommend it because that would be irresponsible and crazy. And I certainly wouldn't recommend it twice. Just know that. Listen to this heartbreaking ass shit. Thursday, May 18th, 2006. Strange Sickness, Mystery Disease Horror Story by Laurel Porter, KGW Staff. KGW.com. What sounds like science fiction was real life for Portland's Dr. Beverly Droder. Her story is enough to make your skin crawl. Her horror story is repeated across the country and is grabbing the attention of at least one senator and the Centers for Disease Control. Oh, back in the innocent times of 2006, when I was just a wee lass and people thought this shit was going to get taken seriously. We didn't even have YouTube, y'all. The disabled family practice doctor felt like bugs were crawling under her skin. If I fully tell people what has gone on with me medically, they think they're in the twilight zone, said Drotter. She woke up with feeling that fluid was flowing just below her skin. Often, black or blue hair-like fibers protruded from her skin, she said. I thought I had been exposed to asbestos. I thought I was having asbestos fibers coming out of my skin. I was pulling long, thin, small hair-like fibers that were extremely sharp that could literally pierce through my fingernails, Joder said. In addition to the feeling of bugs and the fibers, Joder also suffered from severe depression, chronic fatigue, and a weakened immune system. As a result, she had to give up her family practice, Joder said. The worst part, she said, was that doctors didn't believe her symptoms were real. I was practically bedridden, and my physicians thought it was depression and treated me with psychotropic drugs. I was absolutely terrified that I was going to be admitted to an insane asylum. Droder saw countless doctors and dermatologists who diagnosed her with delusional parasitosis, but she's convinced what she had is real. She says she was diagnosed with Lyme disease and believes her symptoms are the result of Lyme and another illness she learned about on the internet, Morgulon's disease. <sighs> Patients all over the country are reporting symptoms similar to those Drotter described. According to the Morgulon's Research Foundation website, the organization is privately funded and was founded by Mary Lado, a biologist whose young son has the same symptoms. The organization reports more than 1,300 cases of people with Morgulon's disease nationwide. Wow, 1,300 only at that time. 23-year-old Travis Wilson of Shelton, Washington, also thought he had Morgulon's disease. His mother, Lisa Wilson, said he suffered from the feeling of parasites living in his body for years. He would take Epsom salt baths. He bought every type of cream and anti-parasitic product. We spent thousands on products he'd ordered from all over the world, Wilson said. Nothing worked. Like Beverly Drotter, Travis saw numerous doctors. His suffering was excruciating, according to his mother. He would stomp up and down to try to get rid of these. He would take shower after shower, she said. 
Lisa Wilson took her son to the emergency room in Shelton. She saw, she said she saw the fibers coming out of his skin. They were so large. I could see them with my own eyes, white and black fibers coming out of his fingers. I told the doctor, come look at these fibers. You can see the morgulons. Wilson said the doctor totally ignored us. She said her son was diagnosed with delusional parasitosis. Travis found what he thought was his only escape from the pest that plagued him. In April, Travis Wilson killed himself. There was no way to ease his suffering. People didn't believe him. He had no hope, his mother said. At least one physician does believe the disease is real. I feel terrible for them because they are not crazy. They're sick and we need to figure out what's going on, said Dr. Randy Wymore, a microbiologist at Oklahoma State University in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He is also the volunteer research director for the Morglons organization. Wymore said he's seen the fibers. It's very easy to see these fibers. He said back in February, we had a number of patients who came in. Every one of those patients, it was very easy to visualize the fibers microscopically, said Wymore. According to Wymore, the fibers are visible with a low-level microscope available at hardware stores. The problem is doctors don't look, Wymore said. The first thing that comes to mind for most physicians is that the person is delusional. Dr. James Hansey heads the Obsessive Compulsive Disorder Clinic at Portland, Oregon Health and Science University. He said he's seen patients with similar symptoms and believes they suffer from a compulsive disorder, much like people who repeatedly wash their hands to get rid of germs. The phenomenon here is very similar, except that we are dealing with bigger critters, said Hansi. Rather than bacteria, there is excessive concern, almost to a delusional standpoint. He conceded that there could be something else going on with some of the patients who believe they have Morgulon's disease. However, Morgulon's is only a working name given to the illness by the Morgulon's organization. It's not an accepted term by the medical community. Uh, Fifteen years, y'all. Fifteen years since this was written. Hansi said doctors would be more willing to consider a different diagnosis if there were peer-reviewed studies and published papers on research into the fibers. That's something Wymore, and he said he's working on. Right. He said he's working on it. Fifteen years. Randy, what's up? Where are the fucking fibers? What are the morgulons? Nobody fucking knows. Still, nobody knows. They say it's keratin. They say it's lime. I don't buy it. I mean, I don't think it's lime. What the fuck are the Morgulons? <laughs> Travis Wilson's mother hopes by going public with her son's story, she can help encourage more research. If you don't call it Morgulons, call it something. There is something there. People are killing themselves. I don't want Travis's death to be in vain. I want something good to come of this. If it just saves one person's life, she said. Meanwhile, Drotter is battling her illness by trying to lead as normal a life as possible. Unable to work, her volunteer work as a Girl Scout leader gives her reason to get up in the morning, she said. The little girls love me no matter what. They're a joy, said Drotter. She believes the cases of Morgulons being reported across the country are just the tip of the iceberg. We are like ostriches sticking our heads in the sand. The medical community is not prepared to deal with this issue yet, Drotter said. Wymore agrees with Drotter. There's a lot of mystery involved with this, and we really need to get to the bottom of this. He said, Wymore is concerned Morgulon's disease could possibly be contagious. He said there are cases in the country of multiple family members with what he calls Morgulon's symptoms. Uh, it does suggest it could be contagious, he said. But again, we don't have any hard science to answer that question as anything other than a guess, and my guess is no better than anyone else's. The medical mystery has grabbed the attention of California Senator Dianne Feinstein. 
According to Morgulon's website, California is one of the states reporting the most cases of Morgulon's. In a letter, the Centers for Disease Control, Feinstein wrote, I have received numerous letters and phone calls from constituents regarding Morgulon's disease. Feinstein asked the CDC what actions the agency is taking to work with state and local agencies regarding Morgulon's. Three weeks after Feinstein's letter, the CDC replied to a citizen also inquiring about Morgulon's. CDC Director Julia Lewis Gerberding said the center is currently looking into an appropriate source of action to address the nationwide concern about Morgulon's. The move is too late for Washington's Travis Wilson, but Drotter hopes one day more is known about Morgulon's. I would like it if my primary doctor didn't raise her eyebrows when I tell her I have Morgulon's disease, she said. Drotter's hope is echoed by hundreds of other Americans who say they have Morgulon's and just want a way to rid themselves of the pests that plague them. 2006. Wow. Most depressing episode of Mor- Morgulon's ever. Fuck. Well, sorry, Mom. Guess your son did die in vain. And sorry to the disabled family doctor. Well, you know what that means, though, don't you? Hope's not enough. It means we're having a party. In Hotlanta at the CDC, August 23rd, 2021. We're going to party like it's 1999 plus 14 to become 2006. Is that correct? I believe so, but you do the math. All I know is that 1 plus 1 equals 2, 2 plus 2 equals 4, and 4 plus 4 equals more. The more people with Morgulons who take it upon themselves to make sure... That Mr. Travis did not die in vain. To make sure, not just hope that we get answers, but to make sure of it. To act. Make noise. Gonna face it. Gonna face it. Gonna do something about it. Won't you be my neighbor? At least come party in Atlanta, y'all. Dang. It's gonna be just me at the CDC? The crazy train... Sells lots of tickets, y'all. All aboard! We're not crazy. We're on the Amtrak. See you soon. Stay tuned.